Welcome back to PMR Unhinged. Today we are talking about kind of the nitty gritty, the details of what we've been talking about thus far. We've had a lot of DMs of people asking us to get a little bit more detailed in what to do next and investing and saving and business and all the above. Um, So looking at my paper from these DMs, what I'm going to take the place of um, this one 21-year-old who has a job, has a little bit of firewood that she puts away, and ask you some questions from her perspective. Okay. Okay. So uh, starting off, say that me, this 21-year-old that I'm acting as, is graduated, has a job, pays her expenses, puts away in savings, but has a little bit of money left over every month. Say it's $200 every month. She's already been adding the firewood. Should she continue to add to the firewood? Uh, say she has 10 grand. She's ready to invest at least half of that. Should she continue to add because maybe five grand isn't enough to invest in something? Well, I, I think the important thing is is that, you know, again, I, I have to be clear. I can't provide investment advice, right? I can only say what I would do, you know, if, if I was that age. So I can't give specific information, but what I can say is that really, if you only have around $10,000, I really think that the first thing that you have to do, if you're working now, does this person, I mean, we probably don't know this, you know, does this person live on her own or is she still living at home with mom and dad? Let's just assume that she lives on her own. Okay. Okay. So the first thing that I would say is, is that before you can really start having the mind to start really investing. There's some things that maybe we haven't discussed before, which is you really need to have a minimum. I I would really like to say six months of living expenses. So if you're paying rent, you have a car payment, you know, utilities, even entertainment, really, let's say that that adds up to $2,000 a month that you have to pay. It's probably more than that, right? I would say really put six months in your crash account, right? kind of like that's what I'd call it a crash account in other words you crash and burn in your job and you get fired or you just can't find another job you have six months worth of expenses that you know you can live six months and all your bills are paid because the problem is is that most people and and there are a lot of wealthy people that I know that they actually they make unbelievable amounts of money like well over a million dollars but they don't actually have any money left at the end of the year. They actually spend every penny of it, right? So that's that's really, you can make a lot of money, but you're still poor because you're, you're one mishap away from disaster. So when you're really looking at, oh, well, what do I invest in? I'm ready to start making passive cash flow today. I want to start making money. I want to turn, you know, my 10,000 into 20,000. Really, unless you know that you have a crash account, you have six months of money put away, then it's easier to really start looking after you then save more firewood. So again, you'd have your crash account and then you have your firewood account, which is how we've kind of just named it, right? Right. Then you have to rebuild your, your firewood account. Okay, but say that the firewood account is ready to go. Say it has $5,000 in it. Is that enough to invest in anything? What no, about crypto? No. You I know, mean... for me, if I only have $5,000, I'm probably putting some in crypto, sure. 
But in all honesty, I'm really not even looking at what am I investing in. The way I'm looking at it at that point, if I only have, you know, let's say $12,000 because I'm trying to meet my six months for my $2,000 and then I have $5,000 in my firewood account. So my crash account's good. I know I'm covered for six months. My bills are paid for six months. Now I do have a little bit more comfort, right? So you're saying 5,000 is not enough to invest yet. Well, what I'm saying for me is, is for me, I'm not going to focus on that. The one thing that I am going to focus on is how do I increase my income? So I'm saving more than just $200 okay, a Okay. So for you, but bring it down a little bit, bring it down for like a, say you're back in the position of being in your 20s, early 30s. At what point for you would your fire would have enough money to start looking at investments? Like what is the number that you would say, okay, I'm ready to invest this money? So where you're going, I'm coming from. You know, I've already been there. I've already made the mistakes. And that's why we kind of do these podcasts, right? Is because we're trying to help maybe someone who is trying to really get to that next level. I mean, you remember what I've always told you and your brother and sister. You know, a lot of parents, they don't, they subconsciously, I don't think they really want their kids to outdo them or, or make more money of them or, you know, get wealthier than them because it makes them feel maybe a little bit inferior. I don't know, whatever it is, but you kind of see that sometimes. I would I'm grateful my parents aren't that way. They're very happy for the success that I've had. And they're, you know, my dad was majorly successful with Citibank. I mean, he was a big executive for, for Citibank. So, but you know, as I kept going and, and I took a different path, I became self-employed, although I was going into banking, but as I kept going, kept going and started doing it more investing and such, th- they've always been happy for whatever success I've had, whether it's, you know, greater or less or whatever. So again, I think the big thing is, is that I'm not going to really focus on the, the amount when there's only $5,000. Okay. I'm going to really look at, again, how do I increase my income? What So to answer your question, I'm going to start researching. Am I interested in mutual funds? Am I interested in stocks? Am I interested in real estate? Am I interested in crypto? Everybody just wants the, give me the, give me the A to Z. Just, just, just put me where there. Put me where I'm all of a sudden making 20 grand a month passively. Well, that's, that's not how it works. You have to dig in. You have to do the work. And the thing is, is that a lot of younger people today, they don't want to do the work. They've been destroyed. They're their attention has been destroyed by by Instagram and by cell phones and by this quick, fast-paced environment that you guys have been raised in. Your attention has been completely destroyed. You can't even look at something for longer than two minutes before you're already trying to find the next thing. And if you really want to be successful, so let's say, again, I really don't care if there's 5,000 in the account, what I would really say is you're, you become interested and you're very interested in real estate. Okay. Well, to be honest, I would take that $5,000 and I would invest it in myself. I would go find conferences, seminars. There's all kinds of real estate gurus on online. I would buy their course with the intent. Now here's the thing. Do you know that 90% of people, when they buy a course, 90%, it's probably actually higher than that. They don't do one thing with it. They give the money and buy the course. Sometimes it's a thousand dollars, let's say. They spend the money and then they don't ever even do it. So I would make a strong commitment and I would pick what you're very interested in. Do you like business? Do you wanna own your own business? Okay, well, there's a lot of information out there and I would invest my time and my money, if it's only $5,000, 
into yourself. Your, the, the asset that you have between your two ears is the greatest asset that you can invest in. And how do you invest in that? By learning, by educating yourself. We've already said it a thousand times, school doesn't teach you diddly squat. You, most kids come out of college today, even college, and, and they don't even know how to balance a checkbook. So really, I don't care if you're going all the way through formal education. Sorry, it, it doesn't teach you diddly. So you have to invest in yourself and you have to invest in your self-education to, to get to where you want to go. But everybody who just wants to listen to a podcast or everybody just wants to listen to you know a, a YouTube video and then think, okay, that's it. No, you got to dig deeper, really deep. Pick one thing. If it's cryptocurrency that you're interested in, okay, there's crypto gurus out there that'll sell a course, 300, 500 bucks, $1,000. Take $1,000 from your five and invest and go study. Go learn everything you can because that's how you're going to master it. You're going to make mistakes in the beginning. It's kind of like yourself, right? What did I always tell you in the beginning? I always said, Jenna, take every continuing education course that they have to offer. Take every single one because in the beginning, you don't have any clients anyway. So you, you have the time to just go educate the hell out of yourself. Take every course that you can, read every book on how to be a great realtor, read everything that you can, study, study, study. If you're not spending at least 10 hours a week trying to at least read a book and trying to study, you know, then well, it gets very difficult. Sometimes a lot of people don't have that luxury though. Most people have to have a full-time job and try okay, to do something. Okay, then let's cut it down to just two hours a week. You're going to tell me that no one has two hours no, a week? Yes, you because I will promise you if you go on to their phone and see their TikTok and look at their TikTok, I will promise <laughs> you they spend a lot more time on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Yeah. So you're going to tell me that they don't, they can't get 10 hours? Well, then you know what? They don't really want it because yeah. if you really want it, Again, when I first was starting out, I had a corporate job. I had to be at my corporate job at 7 a.m. I left at four, five o'clock, between four and five o'clock. I would go home. I would have dinner. You weren't born yet. I'd have dinner with your mom and Megan. Then I would play with Megan. You know, that was by like six o'clock. We always had dinner at six. I would play, spend time with your mom and Megan till about 7.30. Then it was always, you know, your mom would take her bed and bath time. By eight o'clock, I was back in my home study, wherever that was. I did have a study. So I'd go back into my study and I would be there very often, very often until two, three o'clock in the morning. And know what? That next morning I was back at work at seven. Again, I can't say enough how weak our culture has become, how weak our gener this generation that is coming up you know, all of this cancel. Oh, I don't like what you say. So I got to cancel you. Oh, I'm going to roll around in the street whining and bitching and moaning because you said something that hurt my feelings. Grow up. You, you, you're never going to get anywhere when you're always sitting there, you know, trying to just come from a place of weakness. If you really want to really start getting out there, you have to start coming from a place of strength. Now, if you really want me to break it down, it really comes down to that. You have to study. I know you probably just, you know, a lot of, I know some of our listeners, they just graduated high school. I know a lot of them just graduated college. Um, I know that we actually have a lot of people and a good base that they're actually in their mid forties. I don't care. You have to do the same thing. You have to get in there and really study. If you really want to do something, take five hours. 
put a timer on and say, you know what, for five hours, it may take you a week, it may take you two weeks, but for five hours, I'm gonna dig deep. I'm gonna go study everything I can about, since we're using crypto, let's say crypto. I'm gonna go listen to all kinds of videos of all kinds of different crypto people. I'm gonna go in and read on Reddit, right? And Reddit, there's a whole big different, you know, people that talk about crypto. I'm gonna go on Twitter, look about crypto. I'm gonna go on YouTube. I'm gonna go buy a book on crypto. And for five hours, I'm going to make sure that I dig as deep as I can. Now, that's just to get started, right? Because as, the more you start digging in, the more you keep going and learning more and more, now you start going and now you say, okay, I have $5,000, is that enough? Well, for crypto, sure. But if you wanna get into real estate, okay, can you do it without any money? Yes, you actually can, but how? How can you do it? Well, you have to go learn. You have to go start digging in. You have to, you know, I still, like I said, I'm, I'm in my 50s. I still go to conferences. I still go to seminars. I still go read books on things that interest me. Commercial real estate, right? Those are the things that really interest me. Now, crypto is one thing that interests me, so I read books on it. I go and I, you know, watch YouTube videos. I go and, you know, dig deep on that. And then sure, I start putting my money into it. And sometimes in the beginning, like in crypto, I've lost a little bit in the beginning. But as I kept learning, I just look at that. When I lose, I look at that as a cost of my education. I said, well, I know what not to do. I know I need to do a different thing. So when you're at that point, you have to understand that, yes, in the beginning, you may lose a little bit of money. It's just the cost of your education. So get better. Learn from it. It's not failure if you learn. It is only failure if you quit, never go back, and you didn't learn anything from it. That is failure. But it's not failure if you just keep going. Like we've talked about Thomas Edison, right? 10,000 times. He did 10,000 experiments to create the light bulb. And when they said, how did you keep going? He said, well, I learned 10,000 things that how not to create the light bulb. So he didn't fail. He eventually succeeded because he kept going and going and going. So again, I would really educate myself. I would really go deep. Pick something though that you're really interested in and then go dig deep. Real estate was always a big thing for me. I always loved real estate. We've talked about when I was seven, eight years old, I had an Etch-A-Sketch and I would draw buildings, all kinds of different buildings. I would draw houses on my Etch-A-Sketch. I liked real estate. So that's always something that has stuck with me, right? Even if you're a nurse and you want to be a nurse, okay, then dig deeper on that. Learn how to be the best nurse. Learn how to specialize. Well, let's break down for our younger audience. Real estate doesn't always mean real estate agent. A lot of people think that when you say real estate, they mean they need to go be a realtor. No. That's not what that means. You can invest in real estate, buy, sell, flip. I mean, wholesale, Wholesale. VRBO. Airbnb. There, there is all that time. is it's owning real estate. It's not being an agent. Well, let's okay. So to clarify, for me, it was never about becoming a realtor. For right. me, it was I always had a very strong interest in real estate. Right. In owning it's real monopoly, estate. It's monopoly. If I, that makes sense. Yes, I would drive in my parents' car, sitting in the back seat, and I would look at high rises as we would be downtown sometimes, and I would look at the high rise and think, man, I want to own that building. You know, right. that would be cool. So I'd go home and I'd draw on my etch sketch a big, tall, high rise. You know, so even as I got older and as in my young 20s, I was like, how do I own that? How do I own that real estate? Okay. Right. So that's what you mean when you say real estate. It breaks down into a bunch of different things. But 
Anyways, to go back, you're saying, in your opinion, 5,000. First step you need to do is come up with what kind of investments are you interested in? Crypto, real estate, um, whatever. There's a bunch of stuff. Stocks, Stocks, everything. Bonds, Forex. Right. So which one are you interested in? And then take some of that 5K and buy the courses, buy the books, listen to the podcast, listen to the YouTube videos, fully invest in yourself with that money. Go buy classes, seminars. I mean, you can even go to like stuff like 10X in Vegas, that Grant Cardone or there's a bunch of them. There's so many things. Tony Robbins. Go to, go to a UPW. Right. You know, that, that will help you when you go to a Unleash the Power Within. I, I have told so many p- different people right and the funny thing is you know in the in the beginning you know we had a company obviously and we paid for a lot of people and looking back the people that i paid to go right i paid for their ticket i paid for them to go there they're all their expenses even their hotel airfare everything and i don't see that there's been that big of a change with those people really not any of them and there's something that where it's like you don't you don't pay you don't pay attention and that's why if you notice what when you and your brother and sister went to Tony Robbins, UPW, did I pay for you? No. I, not one penny. Because I wanted you to make an investment in yourself. If I paid for you, you would go there and I don't think you would have gotten the actual benefit from it. But you, when you pay for yourself and you go and you make an investment in yourself, now you have some skin in the game and you have a reason to actually get something from it because you used your hard-earned money to pay for it. And again, when you don't pay, you don't pay attention. I'm a big, big believer that if you sit there and you just hand your kids money, 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 you're teaching them socialism, basically. And that could be why we have so many younger people today that actually want socialism. But if they actually go and research socialism, they'll find out that they're a moron for wanting that. Because the fact of the matter is, is that socialism is good for one people, for one set of people. It's good for those who are at the top. They become filthy rich and the people at the bottom become filthy poor. Middle class become filthy poor. Why? Well, because the people at the top know how to work the system and they want control over your life. So when you're doing that and you're doing that to your kids and you're just handing them everything, you're just paying for them and you're not making them work for themselves, what you're doing is you're basically instilling a set of uh, a mindset to them that says, I can always just keep getting the check. I can always keep getting the money. I've researched very wealthy people who said it's their, in their top three regrets. What are the top three regrets you have? And I'm talking people that are worth over hundred million or more. Then they asked several and they said, what were your top three regrets? And always in the top three was that I gave my children money, that I gave, paid for everything in their way. And now they're total losers. They do nothing. They can't even go out and get a job. So that's why I was never gonna do that with you guys. I read that early, early on. And that's why I was like, you know what? You guys have to make your own way. You have to go carve your own path. So again, for those of you who out there who are really wanting to make a way for yourself, get off the parent's nipple. I know that may be hard because some parents out there, they will just keep giving you and keep giving you and keep giving you. But understand that there's a cost to that for you. And that's your freedom because when your parents keep giving you that money, there comes a set of expectations with that, which means when I need something, you damn well better be there. And when I want expect something from you, you better act the way I expect you to act. You better do what I want you to do. Matter of fact, you better think the way I want you to think. 
Now that may be all subconsciously, but it, it's true. If you think of that now, and I actually used to tell you that, right? I used to say, look, if you don't want me to tell you what to do, Pay get, off, <laughs> get off my checkbook because then you take away all my power. I can't tell you what to do anymore. Now you're self-sufficient. So again, when you're really looking at, at what to do, yes, educate yourself, start learning about the thing and of whatever it is that you're interested in investing in. When I first started out, I wanted to invest in stocks so bad. So I was literally 18, 19 years old and I started reading prospectuses from mutual fund companies. You gotta remember, we didn't have internet back then. So I had to like call, <laughs> can you send me a prospectus? You know, I had to look in the paper to actually get the mutual fund company's name. Then they would send me the prospectus. I'd read the entire thing. Now, you know, I don't read the entire thing, but I don't invest in mutual funds either. Personally, I don't. But back then when I was first starting out, I wanted to invest in a mutual fund so bad I couldn't see straight. So when I got it, I said, I was like, oh wow, $2,500. How am I gonna do that? Well, guess what? I did it within a few months. I saved enough money for $2,500 and guess what? I wrote the check and invested it in the mutual fund company. And that was my first investment. But at least I knew, do you see where I'm going with this? At least I knew how much it was gonna take. It was gonna be $2,500 because I educated myself. I called, I got the prospectus, I talked to the people there. And I probably sounded you know, like some punk kid calling saying, you know, hey, I, I wanna invest in your company. And they're like, well, we're, we don't, you know, you can't really invest in our company, blah, blah, but you know, are you looking to invest in mutual? Yes, I'm looking to invest in mutual funds. Okay, here's the mutual funds that we have. Great, send them to me. Then I looked, I read them. Which one was I interested in? I found one, I got the prospectus. Once they sent it back to me, now all this can be done within minutes, right? But for me, it took a couple weeks because they were sending me stuff back and forth through the mail. But by learning, I knew now knew that $2,500 was the amount of money that I needed to make my investment. So do you see what I'm saying? So if you're interested in crypto, great, go learn. Well, we know that you can invest a hundred bucks in crypto. So, okay, great. If you have a hundred bucks, you're ready to go. If you want to invest in real estate, hey, you know what? Really, it might take you some money because if you want to learn how to invest in real estate with really without any of your own money, well then guess what? You're going to have to go learn. And you're gonna probably have to pay for someone's course. You're gonna have to buy the book. You're gonna have to. Is do it whatever. smart to do that though, or if you have your own money, Again, should you use your own money, or should you? It, it's always good. Use loans. Other to use other people's money is great. Now I don't typically do that. Yes, I do have some investments that I have brought other investors in, right? That are outside of my close sphere. You know, I have brought in. You know, like we do have some of the big multifamily properties. And then I brought in a bunch of other investors to invest in it. To but be able to buy to be able to whatever invest, it was you were buying. To be able to buy, let's say, the 335 unit complex in Houston, right? Right. You they invested their money, but we had a minimum of $50,000. So again, once you start getting out there and figuring out where you want to invest, if you want to invest in multifamily properties, guess what? Go to realtymogul.com. There's, there's so many, you know, go to Fundrise. Sometimes they'll let you invest for $1,000. But until you, I guess the point is, we can beat this all day long. The point is until you at least start determining where you want to invest your money and your time, then you won't know how to do it. You won't know how much. Because that's not really our scope here when we're, we're our scope here is to basically help people to start putting it together, right? To, to start knowing that there's a direction to go. 
most people don't even know what direction to take. Okay, so then let's back up to, because we're supposed to be getting nitty gritty. So let's back up to. Oh, I thought I was getting a little <laughs> nitty gritty, but okay. Right, like you want to go deeper. Okay, so say you have because you're usually set up when you go to a bank to get your first checking account, right? You have your checking account, you have your savings account. That's what they provide. Through your apps, uh, whether it be Chase or whatever, you can open up other accounts underneath, usually for free. You just have to keep like $500 in the account at all times or something. Mm -hmm. So you have your checking, you have your savings, all pay your bills, whatever, right? Open up another account underneath that that says um, Firewood. Firewood. Yeah, you can even name it. You can actually name your accounts. Right. Name one account, crash account. Right. And so, yeah, open up accounts, name them, and then put your money in there, whatever you have. First, build your crash account. Build your crash account. If you know how much, if you're still, like I said, if you're still on mommy and daddy's nipple on the checkbook nipple, then okay. And you're, and you're old enough and you've graduated college, get out, go rent an apartment. Yeah. That's a major thing. I think a lot of people are living at home for far too long and taking advantage of their parents. I'm sorry, but if you have like 20,000 in your account, even 10, okay, maybe not 10, but like 20, get out. I I guess a lot of people don't have that. I think 10 or 15, you know, here's the thing. Okay. Definitely 10. No, like, okay. What did I do? with you guys really i did the same thing now i understand a lot of parents don't have the resources to do this but let's just take cameron when he graduated college that day you know well we were already talking to him i said okay where are you going to move because i never even gave him the option of moving home i said okay where's where are you going to move he's like okay well i found a place great you sign the lease because you're not going to hurt my credit you go sign the lease and i will pay your first three months of rent. If you use all three months, then you have to pay me back at some point in time. I didn't even put limits on it. I did that, you know, with you, you paid me back, right? All of, all of you guys have paid me back. I gave you a three month runway. So I gave you the point in time that you could take off. Now I understand if your parents can't do that, maybe you need to build your own runway while you live at home. Right. But stay at home for, you know, even a year, you need to be at home for a year. That's fine. I'm saying that you're on your feet you're buying all this stuff. I disagree. You live under your parents' roof. I disagree. Isn't that, you I don't disagree. think that's disrespectful? Oh, absolutely. I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, like you're living at home. Say you're like 25 years old or 20, whatever, and you're living at home, but you have the and, means and you're, to move and out. And you're still sucking on the nipple? That's what I'm saying. You, you, can't, you can't even go and start getting out there right. and start to, you know, live on your own, become right. self-sufficient. Everybody needs help. So you're, so you're going to sit there and keep taking from your parents? Yes. Yeah, I think it's absolutely right. That's no, what, what I'm saying. What I disagree with is, is I disagree with staying there for a year. I'm sorry, you graduated college. Oh, you think you Stay there for long? three months. If you stay there past three months, you're on your path to loser. Okay, yeah. If, if you stay in your parents' home longer than three, okay, let, I'll give you six. I'll give you six months. But past six months... You start, you're starting to build patterns. You're starting right. to build things in there. And it's too easy. It's too easy on you. So why, why should you do anything when, when your parents are making it easy for you? You come home. Mommy still makes dinner for you. Daddy still pays for your cell phone bill or you still pays for your insurance. You know, you're still getting all. So why, do you, why should you go out and do anything, right? Again, it's back to the kind of the socialism type thing. Mommy and daddy are taking care of all this stuff for you. So why should you go out and do anything? You're living there rent free. You're just sucking on the nipple. Well, you're not going to build a good backbone either. Like it's, it comes to a point where you need to get out because you mature to a whole nother level once you finally have your mom and dad paying for zero, nothing. 
It literally, it literally, you're, as a parent, you're literally damaging your kids because like you said, oh, well, okay, for a year. No, I disagree with that because if they're there a year, you're instilling things in them and it gets harder and harder as time goes by for that young adult to then go out and do anything. But hey, look, look at Cameron. Hey, you got three months. You have a three month runway. He took two months. He took two months. By the third month, he already had a good job and was already on his way. Right. So say you're it. at home, you have those six months. What should you be doing during those six months to make sure you are set get up to get out? a damn job. Figure out how you're going to start paying for yourself. Start looking at apartments. Go and start, you know, find a friend. Hey, do you want to go live with me? Let's go live together. You know, when I first started out, I had a roommate. I knew, okay, if the rent's this much, okay, we're going to split it. Hey, how much is utilities? They'll tell you. They'll, you know, they'll break it all out. And now you know. Okay, well, I know I needed at least $1,200 a month to live on. Okay, get your butt out there and start finding work. I'd say realistically, try to be able to have like 20, you could get away with like $2,200 a month just to survive. If you have a roommate. If you don't have a roommate, you need like what, 2,500, I guess depending on where you live because Colorado's well, a hell of a lot get, more expensive. Yeah, absolutely. It just all depends on where you live. And again, see, the thing is I can't sit here and do the homework for you. Right. I can't do it for you. Get on, get on the damn phone and call. Call some of the apartments. Ask them, what's your rent? What's your rent for a one bedroom? What's your rent for a studio apartment if you're going to live by yourself? You know, if you're going to have a roommate, okay, what's your rent? How much is your rent for you know, a two bedroom. And in your opinion, why is it important to get away from living under your parents so fast? And because a lot of people would think that's fast. A lot of people live at home until they're in their mid twenties. But there's people that live at home until they're in their thirties, mid thirties. That's just absolutely sometimes they're. Absurd. You've heard of people living in their they're in their forties and they still live in the basement. That's gross. It, it, that is more than gross. You know, you, you how do you even respect yourself? So how do you even get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror? Right. But you're 23. People think that's so young. Like, why Why would I leave? In your opinion, why should they get out and get their own place and get away from their parents' money? Do they want to be successful or not? Do they want to be wealthy? Do they want to be self-sufficient? Do they want to live their life by their own rules? Or do they want to be under the thumb of their parents? So that's Again, it goes back. Why do you think the government wants to just keep handing out money? Because they want to tell you how to vote. They want to tell you how to act. They want to tell you what to do. Oh, but we're going to take care of you. We're going to do all these things for you, right? No. Yeah, they're, they're going to pay, but they're going to make sure you live in poverty and they're going to tell you exactly how they want you to live. Wake up, people. Wake up. Do you want to be free or do you want to be enslaved? So point is, don't live at home that long because you need to be self-sufficient. Well, get get out from underneath the thumb. And the thing is, is look, if you just want to be a, a loser, I guess, then fine. Live in the live in your parents' basement. If they're if they're stupid enough to take care of your ass until you're forty, and you want to be a complete loser, do it then. I, I'm not I'm not here to tell anybody what to do with their life. It, but you have to, you know, everybody, everybody wants to say, everybody sits around and says, oh, I want to be wealthy. I want to be, you know, I want to be successful, but you don't want to do the things that, that take that, that you don't want to take the steps that it takes to be successful or the steps that it takes to be wealthy. You just want it all handed to you because parents today have made it too easy on your generation and lower generations. Why? Because Things have been pretty easy. Now, I'm not saying that this is for everybody. I know that there's a lot of people out there where they haven't done these things for their kids because maybe they can't. Or maybe you're listening, you're like, well, I never got nothing from my parents. Great, great. Now you have a place to start from. At least you have freedom. 
And at least you know how it is to be without anything. So any step forward is going to be a great step for you. So if you want to know the steps, then start learning, start educating yourself, start understanding where you do want to go. We've set, we've talked about setting goals. We've talked about all these things that you're supposed to do. And now we're really trying to really get down, like you said, to the nitty gritty. Okay. So point is, is okay. You got the money, invest in yourself. 5,000 might be a little bit, even 3,000. Say you have 3,000. Well, that's no, enough to you buy a skip the step. I said in the very beginning, all right, to think have a crash way. account, oh, yeah. set up your crash account. Now, great. If your parents are willing to let you live at home, Hey, set up your crash account. And once your crash account has 10, $12,000 in it, Hey, time to start looking to get out. Time to find a roommate. But the fact of the matter is number one, get out from, if you can live at home. Okay, so let's go, let's go step by step. I just graduated college. Mommy and daddy says I can still live at home. Great. It's been one week since I literally graduated. What the hell have you been doing? How many resumes have you sent out? How many people have you been talking to? Have you talked to any of your parents' friends who own businesses or have high-level high positions in companies? Have you talked to any of them? Have you called any of them and asked, hey, what would it take for me to go work at you know, Boeing or go work at you know, Charles Schwab? What do I need to do? Can I send you my resume? How many people have you called? How many people have you spoken to? How many resumes have you sent out? Because if you've been doing nothing for a week, you're already starting to get behind. You don't get a summer break when you graduate. You don't. There's no three months before real life. And it's how, you graduate and you're done. That's exactly right. How many kids, they graduate college, like, oh, well, yeah, end of the summer. I got my summer break. I'll start in August. Or... Okay, look, if again, go ahead, do it. But you just don't cry when you, you know, when you're, are, when you're now all of a sudden, because those three months that you lose, you're probably going to lose six months to a year. That's how much it's, that, that time is actually costing you. Very true. So when you, when you don't take those three months serious, because again, right, when, once you graduate college, there is no summer breaks. It's time to get down to business. So mommy and daddy's going to let me stay at home. I got three months. I'm going to make sure I go get a big time job. Now, while I was in college, I was probably making some money. So meantime, while I was in college, I was already building my crash account. So let's say now I have $6,000 in my crash account. Now I live with mommy and daddy after graduation. Now I'm going to get that $6,000 crash account to 12,000, 15,000. And then I'm going to say, look, I'm going to start going out and looking for apartments. Now, mommy and daddy are going to be like, no, don't, you don't need to do that. Why? Why do you want to do that? They're scared for you. That's all it is. They're just scared for you. And that's okay. I understand. I'm scared for my kids, for you guys many times, but I know what it takes to get you guys to really get out there, right? Look at you guys. All, I'm, I can stand here today and say, wow. I look at all three of you guys and I can say, wow. You guys are accomplishing things that, wow, that's all I'm going to say. So again, you have to take the steps and the parents are going to try and stop you because number one, they love you. They want you at home and they're selfish. They don't care. Oh, I'll take care of you. I'll take, no, look at that and say, no, it's time for me. To you should be in, you should be, you should feel bad for your parents and say, I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to sit there and keep taking your money when I should be out making my own money. I'm not going to keep living under your roof. You know, you're at work all day. I mean, I'm sitting there lowering the, the temperature on the thermostat because I'm too hot and costing you more utilities. I'm sitting there raiding the refrigerator. So you need to go. I need to put in my list of groceries that I want from you. Grow up. It's time to grow up. Time to get out there and start doing this on your own. So now I have a crash account. Now I'm going to say I have it. Let's say I've got hired with a good job. I'm making good money, right? 
And now I can look at this and say, okay, how much money am I making? I'm making, let's say $3,000 a month or $2,500 a month. Okay. What can I afford? Oh, I can't afford the two bedroom by myself. I can't afford the one bedroom by myself. Oh, but wait, I can't afford the studio by myself because all my friends hate me and they don't <laughs> want to live with me. So I, I'm gonna, I have to go get the studio or maybe I have to go and talk to some other people that maybe are looking for a roommate. I have a cousin. He he lives in his house, has a pretty big house, but he lives there all by himself and that, he kind of hates that. So he gets people, he puts an ad out and they actually come rent the bedroom from him and they just live there in the bedroom. Now, again, sometimes you got to do what it takes. So do what it takes. So now, okay, now I've found a studio. Now I'm trying to do everything I can to focus on increasing my income. That is either getting more promotions at work. And you know why I've always taught all of you guys. I tell you guys to go get sales commission jobs. Why? Because you can increase your income. You can always make more the next month. So I've always said, go get a sales commission job. If you get a commission job, then fine. Get a commission job with a base salary. But at least you can then go out and make more the next month. How are you going to do that? You're going to talk to the top salesperson in the company. Hey, do you have five minutes? Can I just talk to you? What are some of the things that you did? What are the things that you learned? How can I make as much money as you're making? Most of the time, they're very willing to tell you and they'll talk, well, this is what I did. Go do what they did. Or you can be stupid and try to just figure it out on your own and take much longer. That's up to you. I was never that kind of person. I always went and talked to other people. I didn't care who they were. I didn't care how high up they were. I would at least ask. I would talk to them. Your generation, again, you guys have a hard time talking to anybody. If you really want to be successful, you really want to be wealthy, if you really want to get out there, you have to talk to people. You can't just go and text them and hope that they'll text you back. It's impersonal. Go talk to people. Get on the phone. Speak to them. Go talk to them face to face. If you want it, here's the things that you got to do. You have to do these things. If you're not willing to do it, then turn this off. Turn this off. Quit listening because you're, you're wasting your time and mine. You know? So pretty much we told you how to get out of your parents' house. Okay. So now you're living on your own. Now it's time to increase your income. I did mention that. Yeah. Increase your income. That should be your main focus because you can sit there and be like, oh, how am I going to invest? And that's the thing, right? You're trying to put the cart before the horse. Your only focus when you're first starting out is how can I increase my income? How can I? Now you set goals, right? We've talked about that. Okay. So let's say you have a sales commission job and now you're making $2,500 a month. My goal, and you're writing it out, my goal is to start making $5,000 a month. Now you're not gonna go and start spending $5,000 a month like 99% people do. They live paycheck to paycheck. You're gonna only live off the 2,500, but you're gonna save every penny. When you have a commission job, especially like when you, now you, you went hardcore. You're straight commission. Straight. You have commission. no base salary. If you're self-employed, you have to look at any check you get that is net of taxes, your tithing Makes and your sense. firewood money, you have to look at it as that check is divided by 12. Then you pay your expenses, okay? But again, if you have a base salary plus commissions, at least you have your base that you're hopefully living on, okay? You're, yeah. Everything you're making on top of your commissions, you're putting away in your firewood account. Yeah, if you're a base plus commission, Live off of your base. Live off your Save base. Save everything of your commission. Yes. 
Tithe. Of course. Set your goals. I want to make $5,000 a month. Now you're making $5,000 a month. Okay. Now I want to make $8,000 a month. Now you're making $8,000 a month. All in the meantime, you're still putting all this money into your firewood account. I throw the majority of everything. I mean, after I pay my bills, give back to God, and do my taxes, I literally just will throw everything in my firewood account. I don't, like, save a couple hundred to travel. I just throw it all. I'm to the extreme. Do you want to be successful faster? Do you want to be wealthy, wealthier faster? Then you have to be extreme. You can't be... You Look, if you're going to go out there and do what everyone else does, then you're going to be just like everyone else. So you have to do... You have to do what's different. You have to do what the wealthy people do. And most people that are actually get anywhere, they are extreme. A lot of people, I, look, I've lost friends because I'm too extreme. Your mom and I, we just, we're too extreme, but we, we understand it at least. We're, we're difficult because we're hard driven and we're just focused and it's like, we can do it, anybody can do it. Well, you know, the truth of the matter is, is yeah, I believe, I strongly believe that everybody can do it, but not everybody wants to. Not everybody really wants to commit or they're too scared. Look, you have to look at things and say, okay, some, I, I had to get to the point where I had to use fear opposite. I had to look at things because I, I was so scared in the beginning, right? I had a, a little baby girl. I was married. I now had a mortgage and I was so scared. You have to look at it in the way that you say, what can I do to increase my income is what it really boils down to. When, when, I mean, when I was growing or, you know, just starting out, I didn't have the ability to just go set up a store in within an hour, literally a storefront where the world can tune in or walk into my store and come shop from me. I didn't have that ability. If I wanted to go set up a store, I actually had to go rent space start and actually start a store or try to sell things on the paper out of newspaper ads. I didn't have the ability to go start a storefront within 20 minutes and literally have the world, entire world be able to shop from me. So, you know, what is, what is everybody's excuse? I don't get it. Because even if you have a job, there's other things that you can do to increase your monthly income. When I did have a job, I increased my monthly income by going to garage sales and I would buy cool things out of garage sales and then I'd turn around and sell them on paper ads, newspaper ads. I would increase, I would keep track. Oh, I made an extra thousand dollars this month. My goal is next month is to make an extra, you know, thousand on top of that. Again, how bad do you want it? But social media, TikTok, all that just takes all, all everybody's time. I don't care how old you are anymore. It just takes everybody's time. And do you really want to be successful or do you want to watch TikTok? Unless you, you're using it as like a... No, no. You, you didn't hear what I said. I said, do you want to be wealthy, successful, or do you want to watch TikTok? Yeah, yeah. I didn't say, do you want to be wealthy, rich, or whatever, and use TikTok. I There's can't believe how many people make so much money posting videos of themselves dancing. They use... It's crazy. They use TikTok. Okay, so let's say that's one thing. You have a salary job and you want to learn how to make more money by becoming a TikTok star. Go buy someone's course. Go learn how to get viral on TikTok. Study it. Start practicing. Start learning. Or let's say you want to have a Amazon store. Okay, go buy someone's course, learn how to sell on Amazon. Again, I'm not saying, I'm just saying for people who are just starting out after college or after high school, in my opinion, the best thing to do is go get a, a sales commissioned job with a base salary, if you can get a base salary. If not, and you wanna go for it, great, go get a commission job. 
the ones that typically go for just the commission only job are often the ones that become extremely successful and have a high, high incomes. Because, because you have no choice. They learned early on what it takes, right? So they don't have a base and that's fine. You know, if you want the base, I think that's okay too. There's nothing wrong with that. It's always nice to have a little bit of safety, you know? So go get the base salary, increase your income every month, keep going, keep going. As you're continuing to increase your income, you're building that that firewood account. And let's say all of a sudden now you look at your firewood account and there's, you know, and you've been educating yourself all the way through at night when you come home from your salary job or your sales commission job, you're reading books, you're studying, you're not on TikTok, you're reading books, you're learning. Then all of a sudden you look at your firewood account and there's $25,000, $30,000 in there. Okay, now you've been studying and let's say it's been real estate. And let's say you just want to invest passively in real estate. Well, okay, you have $25,000, $30,000. Now you know that you can go to like fundrise.com, realitymogul.com. You can go to different you know things online, but you'll already know that because you've already been researching it and studying it throughout this time. Now you know, okay, I need $30,000 to invest in most deals. Hey, I look at my firewood account. There's $30,000 in there. Guess what? Now you can go and invest in the next property that you like on Fundrise or whatever, realitymogul.com or whatever the others are out there. Like I said, you'll already know because you've already been studying and researching. You've gone to seminars, conferences. Now, when you go to seminars and conferences, be careful because those are also sales gigs. They want to sell you a bunch of things. So I'm not saying do your homework first before you just go buy. Don't go to a conference or sell or a seminar and then just be like hook, line, and sinker. Oh, I'm going to buy this $5,000, you know, sales or, you know, whatever program. I'm not saying that. Leave the conference without buying anything go do more homework think about what you're doing go talk to other people that maybe have purchased it before what kind of success did they have do your homework do your studying but most people don't want to do that they just want to jump they want someone to just make them wealthy make me rich just make me rich no one no no one no one's coming to save you no one no one's coming your parents aren't coming to save you the, no the lotto is not coming to save you that's a poor man's mentality is that you're going to win the lotto. You're not going to win the lotto. You're not. Would it be great? Sure, it'd be great, but you're not going to. So no one is nothing no one or nothing is coming to save you. The only thing you can do is go do it yourself. And you're going to have to put in the hard work and you're going to have to put in the time and you're going to have to learn how to do it. So go do it. Now you invest. Now you know what you want to invest in. If it's crypto and you only you knew you only needed $1000 to trade crypto. I know people that they're sitting there trading crypto and they're making all kinds of money. They started with $1,000. I, I know of one lady I read, she started out with $10,000. She has over $2 million now. But guess what? She studied, she learned everything about crypto and how to trade it, when to sell. She's doing all kinds of patterns and you know chart patterns. She understands it fully now. Of course she's being rewarded for it. She put in the time. She educated herself. But what, what makes you think, what makes any of these young people think that you're going to be rewarded and not, not even have to put in the work? Because mommy and daddy made it too freaking easy on you. They filled your plate. They paid everything for you. And so you got to this understanding that, oh, this is easy. It's not. There's a real world out there. And if you actually really want to make it out there, you better understand that it's tough and you're going to have to fight, claw, scratch, and bite to get there. So that's, that's really what I would say is really set your goals and increase your income. 
increase your income. That should be your main focus when you're first starting out, set, increase your income. If you're, if you're older and you have a, a salary, then you should be basically saying, okay, how can I put more money away in my firewood account? Because retirement's coming for a lot of people and they're not ready. They don't have enough money. And this whole gig about, oh, put your money in your 401k and put your money you know, with us in the mutual funds, that's a scam. You gotta stop looking at, at oh, I'm gonna invest in my 401k and I'm gonna be able to retire very wealthy. That's not gonna happen. If you wanna retire wealthy, you better start looking at how you can increase cash flow per month, how you're gonna make dividends every month. Not necessarily dividends, maybe I used the wrong word there because people are thinking stocks then. I'm thinking you're buying maybe real estate and now it's putting cash in your pocket every month. How can you build that? But if you're thinking, oh, I'm just gonna invest for capital appreciation, I'm gonna invest in a mutual fund, and all of a sudden I'm gonna have all this money at the end, I'll tell you right now, it's been a total scam. They have totally fleeced, Wall Street has completely fleeced everybody. And only the ones that truly understand that it's not a, a capital play, it's a cash flow play, will actually be the ones that can really thrive in the coming years. Why? Because we're already seeing how inflation is just tearing apart the middle class and the poor. These clowns that stand behind the pulpit and want to talk about all these different things that they're, we're here to help you, you're a fool if you believe it. You're a total fool. And if, you haven't, if you're older and you haven't learned that they're actually, they don't care about you, they're there for themselves, they're there for their power, they're there for their own wealth and their own family's wealth, then you, you better wake up quick because they don't care about you. They will totally, look, inflation makes those people very wealthy. But inflation makes the people who, in, who are savers and who invest in their 401ks and their mutual funds makes you very poor. So if you want to learn the game, you got to understand and start looking behind the curtain. And when you're young, I'm telling you right now, you can do it. You can make whatever you want to make. I know people, I had a friend not that long ago. He sent me a, a picture of his, what he just made in one month. We're talking half a million dollars in one, and that was just one month. He's going to make even more than that the next month. He says it's actually going to probably increase almost double by April. So it's possible. You can do it too, but you're not going to do it if you just think it's going to fall in your lap and you're like one day all of a sudden I'm making all kinds of money. You got to go study. You got to go do the homework. You got to put in the time. Get off the damn TikTok and go do it. And you can, do, you can become whatever you want. And if you want to be a nurse, let's say again, I, uh, nurse is what always comes to my mind. That's great you can still become a very successful nurse because the way you do that is, let's say you make $100,000 as a nurse. The way you do that is while you're at working as a nurse, you put away the money in your firewood account. So now let's say all of a sudden you have $50,000 in your firewood account. Now you go and invest that in Fundrise or invest it in one of these other syndicates, right? Where you can invest money into different kinds of real estate, commercial real estate. You can invest it in multifamily properties. You know, I do triple net properties. You know, I'm, I'm probably, you know, looking at different things of offering it, you know, different buildings that I buy to different investors. But what the point is, is that there's so many out there that you can invest in. So point is you put in $50,000, guess what? Now you have, let's say $6,000 a year that comes to you. Put that $6,000 away in your firewood account. Keep, now you're rebuilding your firewood account, but now you have money out there that's helping you build your firewood account. So you kind of another engine. You yourself are an engine. Now you made an investment. Now you have two engines out there. The, the wealthy don't work. Don't, I always heard this. Robert Kiyosaki always says this. The wealthy don't work for their money. 
I didn't understand it until I started doing it. They don't, they don't work for their money. But if you are working and you have a, a job, you have a salary, the way that you can do that is now, once that firewood account grows up to 50,000 again, now go buy another, go invest in another one. Now you have two investments out there building your firewood account. So now you have a total of three engines, you in your work and the other two investments that you've made that are contributing to your investment account or your firewood account gets up to 50 or 25 or whatever, 50, do it again. Does this happen in, in one year? No, no, this is a long-term play, but everyone wants it in six months. Now, can you make it happen in one or two years? You can, but you better, what, what should you be focusing on? Higher Increasing income. your income. <laughs> Cause you're going to need a lot of income to put in your firewood account in order to start making that passive income. So every time you get 25 or 50 or a hundred thousand dollars in that firewood account, now you're making another investment. And before you know it, all those investments that you've made out there are now putting in $8,300 a month into your firewood account. Guess what? You're out of the rat race. You don't have to go to your nursing job anymore. You don't have to because your let's say six investments out there are now putting in what you make every month from your nursing job into your firewood account. So now you, if you got fired from your nursing job, who cares? You still have your same amount of money that's coming into your firewood account that if you had to live on, you could. That's how it's done. It's, it's not rocket science. It really isn't. It just takes a lot of discipline and a lot of focus and a lot of self-education and a lot of writing down your goals, focusing on where you're at, doing, okay, how much did I make last month? How much am I gonna make this month? That's it. So all you have to do is continue to keep repeating it. It's just rinse and repeat, keep going. Now all more money keeps coming in. Now, if you love being a nurse, great, don't stop. Now keep, now you're putting $8,300 a month in your investment account. Keep putting in what from your earned income. Don't stop. Don't stop. If you've been putting in a thousand dollars or $2,000 a month savings from your nursing job, keep putting in that thousand or 2000 in there, get it back up to 25, 35, $50,000. Go make the next investment because at that time, some of those other investments are going to turn. <laughs> They're going to sell. And the, the 50,000 that you put in on that investment, all of a sudden you're going to get a check back and then maybe they sold it for a lot more. And now you're getting a check back for 85,000. Now you have $85,000 that now you need to go buy something else and then invest in something else because that money tends to grow. And then it kind of starts snowballing on itself where all of a sudden now you're not getting $85,000 back. Maybe you're getting $800,000 back in an investment that you made when you only put in maybe 300 or 400, it just keeps growing. Now, all of a sudden, now you have more of a bigger engine out there that is making you more passive monthly income every month. And now you live the life that you want to live. There's so many different ways to do it. Real, that's real estate. That's just one way you can do it in crypto. People do it in crypto. I've read that people, they started with 10,000, like the one lady. Now she has $2 million. She works five minutes a day. She trades literally $2 million at a time, but she'll make $10,000 a day. That's insane. She learned, she studied, right? So that, if you really want me to drill it down, that's, that, that's the only way that I can truly, truly drill it down 
you have to pick what lane you want to be in. Don't jump all over the place. Don't be like, oh, I want to be a crypto person. Oh, I want to invest in real estate. Now, if you want to invest in crypto first to get into real estate, okay, but forget real estate. Learn everything about crypto first to increase that, that firewood account and then jump into real estate. But don't sit there and be like, oh, I want to do real estate. Oh, I want to do crypto. Oh, I'm, I'm, going, to be, I'm going to trade stocks too. Eh, forget it. You're going to get nowhere fast. Pick one lane and stay in that lane until you really, really master it. Now, if you get in the lane and you're like, this sucks, I hate this, get out of the lane. If you made a mistake, stop. If you're just not interested in it and you thought you were in the beginning, stop. Pick something else. Hey, I want to start an Amazon business or I want to start a whatever it is. There's so many things out there today that, I mean, there, I read about a 15-year-old writes novels, romance novels, and sells them on Amazon. Makes over a million dollars a year. She's not even graduated from high school. That's so, incredible. so you know, there's so many different ways. Your only limits are the limits that you put on yourself. If you don't sit there and listen to anybody and they're like, oh, well, I can't do it because of this. Oh, I can't do it. Look, your goals and hopes and dreams could care less about your excuses, period. They don't care about your excuses. They only care about what you're willing to put in and what you're willing to do to get the results of those hopes, dreams, and goals. Did I drill it down enough? <laughs> did yeah. I, did I go further? Is there anything else that you would say that could actually help you know, more? Because again, you know, I know we're really kind of focusing on the young adults that are just starting out, uh, but I don't want to leave out because I know, like I said, there's a lot of older people that listen as well in some in their mid 40s, some older that, you know, there's also a way to do it and you can do it on your salary. And if you don't want to focus on making more income and let's say you're in your mid 40s, you don't want to focus on, on your making more income per month. Well, then you got to focus on how to cut expenses. Now that's not, not typically for me because I don't like living on a scarcity mindset. And when you start trying to figure out how can I cut expenses to save more, yeah, I don't like that. I'd rather focus on how can I make more. But if let's say you have a salary and you just want to say, okay, what can I do? Well, you're going to have to cut expenses. If you don't want to focus on how to create more income, let's say at night or on weekends, then I would focus on how do I cut expenses to put more money in my firewood account, set a goal of what you want your firewood account to be at. If it's 25,000 or 50,000 because you went and researched that, hey, typically you want to invest in, let's say, Realty Mogul, and typically the buildings that they invest in are typically, let's say, self-storage buildings, and you know that it's gonna take you $25,000 to make your first investment in a self-storage facility, okay, then get your firewood account to $25,000 and then go and invest. If you're already been, you're older, Okay, your focus is how do I get more money into my firewood account so I can make that first investment, that cash flow investment. Forget the stocks. Forget the mutual funds. Because if you can't tell today, that whole game is so rigged and so out of whack that, yeah, you can make a lot of money, but you better go study. You better go learn everything about it. You can make fortunes, but you... You, you're not going to ever beat the big guy, the big hedge fund managers, the big you know, banks. You're not going to beat them. So you got to learn how to ride their coattails to that kind of wealth. So what else? I think you got everything. You look exhausted, and I'm the one that did all the talking. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're about ready to pass out over there. <laughs> no, that was all good. Okay, well, I think that uh, hopefully that helps. Again, we really, really love all of the DMs. We love the emails. 
you know, even Jenna gets some phone calls from people that she knows that have listened and said, look, I'd like to know more about this. That's why we ended up making this podcast today was because of you guys. And again, I, I really just want to share. I just really want to help because where you're going, I'm coming from. And so if you can skip all the long and hard knocks and all the mistakes that I made, you can bypass where I'm at. You can get way past, you can excel so much faster. And that's the thing, learn from other people's mistakes, but you have to go talk to people. I used to have so many people that were always calling me, how do I do this? What can I do? And you know, obviously as you can see, I get going, but I don't have the time to really do that anymore. So that's why we also did the podcast, right? So that I can just say, well, tune into PMR Unhinged and go listen to all those because I've basically have shared everything that I know. Again, I'm not the only one. I don't know everything. I make mistakes. I still make mistakes today, but they're not failures because I always learn from my mistakes. So I'm in my 50s and I still look for mentors today. Always be looking for other mentors that you can listen to, learn from, and go take massive action, immediate massive action today. You can listen to all this. You can listen to every PMR Unhinged podcast there is. You can go listen to everything out there. You can listen to every YouTube video out there and eventually you just get information overload. But if you don't take immediate massive action, you're not going to get anywhere. That's, that's the actual key to making that Ferrari go. Key is immediate massive action. Put that key in that Ferrari and step on the gas. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.